Welcome to HopeNet Radio, connecting generations to save lives from destructive lifestyles and suicide. Suicide was definitely something that was on my mind a lot. I wanted the pain of life to just stop. My dad is kind of verbally abusive, and he's also a workaholic. When I was hanging around with a bad group, I got raped. I was angry with God for the longest time. A couple weeks ago, my cousin hung himself. I really need to get closer to God. I just slipped so far. HopeNet Radio. It's HopeNet Radio. You can talk with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. Now, here are the hosts of HopeNet Radio, Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome to HopeNet Radio. We're so glad that you've joined us here tonight on the show. I'm Jeff. It's good to be hanging out with you guys tonight. I have my great co-host with me, Dave. How you doing, man? I'm fine. Thanks, man. It's always good to be with you. And, and, and those that listen, you know, we, we so appreciate when they get back to us because it's a conversation we're trying to have. And, and it shouldn't just be between you and myself and Jason and, and Tara when she's on or Mike. Or uh, We hope to have a conversation with those listeners. So we encourage you to get in touch with us. How do they do that, Jeff? Well, I'll get to that in a second. I also want right. to I want to welcome Jason, too. Jason is a staple in the show. He's the program director at Silver Birch Ranch. And Jason, it's good to have you again another week with us. Absolutely. It's something I look forward to every week, just jumping in and, and being able to hang out with you guys and have fun and um, even talk about some, some good, serious stuff sometimes. And uh, it's, it's, it's a highlight, you know, and it's, it's been encouraging to hear different people just say that they're tuning in or listening or downloading the podcast and, and just really being encouraged. So it's, it's good to know that something like this people are utilizing. And, and if you have any friends out there, you know, encourage them to, to tune in or download the podcast and, and you know if there's a topic that, that really strikes a chord you know share it with them you know we live in a technological world where it's super easy you know it's at our fingertips so utilize it yeah and a couple of weeks ago i was up at your guys place silver birch ranch and we went to winter jam and i'm excited for tonight because we have some interviews from winter jam that we'll get to uh which is it's a lot of fun but i had a gentleman up there who came and he's probably listening to the show tonight and he just said hey i listen to your show every single week he's he came and thanked us for the different times we've had some of his students on the show in the past and so while we do a lot of new things we've done some we've had some great conversations and of course you can go back and listen to them we we do podcast every single show on itunes TuneIn radio stitcher radio so many of you guys know that it's always important, though, for the new listeners, you guys that are just tuning in. If you're new to this show, this is a show where conversations save lives. And what we mean by that is we want to help foster conversations that matter because today the reality is talk is cheap. I mean, we go through so many words a day. The average guy even goes through 10,000, 10 to 20,000 words a day, which is huge. And women are far beyond that. But talk today is cheap. But do we really talk about things that matter? So that's the goal of this show. If all we do is help you guys have some real positive, open conversations, especially among teens, young adults, parents, getting you guys connected to talk about things that matter, that's our goal here on the show. So connect with us on the Tweetback. If you're on Twitter, you can use the hashtag HNRTB. It's the HopeNet Radio Tweetback. And you can send us questions, you can send us ideas, you can laugh with us, send us emojis. Any of those things are accepted and appreciated. We love hearing your comments and reading them on the show, as well as our email at hope at hopenet360.com. But tonight, guys, our conversation, we've been in this series called Love Is, and the idea is we have a misconception of what love is in our society. Sometimes we equate love with intimacy. We have a a form of love that is self-serving, it's self-seeking, 
And Paul gives us a definition. First Corinthians 13 is called the love chapter because it talks about what love really is. And this week, love rejoices in the truth. That's evident in First Corinthians 13. Paul writes about that. And what that means is love is honest. And have you guys ever had honest conversations that weren't easy to have in your life? All the time. All the time. And at least if I care for somebody, you yeah. know, which is most of the people. I mean, everybody. But. Why are they hard? Why is honesty hard? Because I think a lot of times the way that our culture is, is that you just want people to feel good. But sometimes honesty means that you need to tell them something that they're not perfect at. Yeah. And that they need to improve. And that's where it becomes hard. But I think in the long run, people appreciate that more because you're real with them. You're honest with them. Yeah. You know, if I were to ask a bunch of young people, you know, they all want to be in love. And, And there's a lot of couples where the girl, the guy's waiting for the other party to say, I love you. What does that mean? I mean, in, in high school or in college, or in, what does that actually mean? Is that, is that a feeling, you think? I, think? I mean, I have this feeling of love towards you, or what is that? I think we misconceive it, and I think love, sometimes we, we think of as a feeling, but it's, it's, I would say it's far more than that. Yeah. You know, I was asking a young person that once, and they were describing, well, you know, it's this feeling you get. They wa- she walks in the room, and you got this, this butterflies in your stomach and that kind of thing. And I thought... I would call that attraction. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. not only that, it's the same feeling I had when I saw a quarterback that I was going to hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, and yeah. so I'm thinking, there, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got this, this feeling thing going on yeah. that has a bunch of different definitions to it. Because when I used to play defensive end, and the quarterback was, was you know, uh, we, we called him, you know... He, he was out there, nobody was blocking him, blocking for him, and I got a straight run at him. I had this feeling, man. <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, this is sweet. And, and, and so when someone describes love to me, it's like, you just described that feeling to me, what I had when I was running towards this quarterback. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, no, that's not what I mean. So sometimes we get totally confused by this love thing. Uh, love sometimes can be painful. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I've told um, so many young people that, uh, through the years, that if you're going to love somebody, you are opening yourself up to a lot of pain. Mm. Because love and pain go together. Mm-hmm. You can't eliminate it. Because, partially because of what we're talking about tonight, honesty. Mm-hmm. You have to be honest with the people you love. Mm-hmm. But you need to do it because you love, not because you're superior, if that makes sense. Is honesty just uh, saying facts that are out there, even if it hurts somebody? Or What is honesty? Is it okay to just go say what is if if people don't really understand what you're saying and you hurt them but but you're truthful in what you say yeah i think it i think it goes back to even how we've been talking about this love is series you know honesty is good and you need to be honest but i think sometimes the way that you package it is important to express your love you know so just because you're being honest doesn't necessarily mean that if you express that honesty to somebody you're actually loving them because you could do it in a very rude way yeah you know there yeah. could be a good way to to express that love you know, and so I think, as you're saying, I think honesty can be packaged in a way that is love and maybe isn't love. Yeah, and, and, I mean, if somebody just walks in a room and says something, says, "Well, that's just the way it is," and I'm an honest person, mm-hmm. does that get a lot of results normally? No, you know, no. if anything, people get turned off by that. Yeah, I mean, listen to the other programs. Love is patient. Mm-hmm. All right, it's not tolerant, like we talked about, etc. So we're not talking about you know lying. Love is patient. Mm-hmm. Love is kind, mm-hmm. and, and now we're talking about honesty. Yeah, yeah. 
And, and so I think they need to all go together. If they're not all together, there's probably a problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and that's a good point. You look at our society today, where you know we don't we don't like the truth. We like the tabloids. We like the image of either being perfect or the rumor mill. We like the rumor mill. We like to hear you know the scoop on you know who's who's hanging out with who and and sometimes who's dating who and whatever. And we get caught up in in the rumor mill, the gossip of today and how that is i mean that's that's a dishonest way of living and yet that's attractive i don't know why it is but for some reason we we tend to fuel on those things we tend to get our fill of even around our jobs you know find the dirt on somebody else so you can kind of hold it over their head and and you know what it's it's not even seeking out the truth it's just seeking out sometimes being right or take the the view off you. So I don't know. I think it's a deeper, it's definitely a deep conversation. We'd love to have you guys be a part of it as well. Share your thoughts. What does it mean to be honest and why is it so hard today to be honest? Tweet us on our tweet back right now. Use the hashtag HNRTB. We'd love to hear from you guys tonight on it. Taylor Swift has this interesting quote um, and she is one of those that some of you guys listen to Taylor Swift. I don't listen to Taylor Swift myself, but uh, I found a quote by her that said, don't ever regret being honest, period. And today it seems like it's it's hard to be honest, like it's uncomfortable being honest yeah. and even upfront about what you are thinking and what the really true what the truth really is. I really when I hear that, though, I, I bristle a little because I agree. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, I think that you can be honest with someone to hurt them yeah. mm-hmm. or you can be honest with somebody to help them. Yeah. You need to be honest, and the only way to fit it in with patience and kindness is to be honest with them to help them, and that's what we have to, I think, focus our conversation on. Yeah, that's very true. So get connected with us. We're going to take a break here on the show. The conversation will continue here on HopeNet Radio. Are you hurting? Stressed out? Need somebody to talk to? Chat with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Feel free to email the show, hope at hopenet360.com. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to the show. Talking about honesty, and honestly, it's a tough conversation to, to talk about these things because it, it does kind of stir up emotions. Some of us have been hurt by honest words. Even if they were right, we didn't handle it properly. And I think, guys, it's so important that, you know, if we're going to rejoice in the truth, if love is rejoicing in the truth if love is being honest then how do we handle it sometimes that that can be the one that brings out the the harshest wounds in our life and and even when someone points out something about us that is true especially in public sometimes that just hurts a lot of times that hurts especially if it's about us or it's about something that we're insecure about Um, have you guys ever experienced that or maybe have talked to someone that has really been hurt by somebody else even though it was what was said was true absolutely and you you know it's interesting uh jeff is there's really two sides to this coin. There are people that um, welcome honest dialogue, and there are people that do not. For example, if, if every time that we have an honest dialogue and you talk to me about something, and I put my defenses up, and I don't want to hear it, and I, and I call you silly, and you don't know what you're talking about, then eventually it gets extremely hard for you to be honest with me anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm the one that causes it because I'm not even willing to listen to what somebody says. And so I think I have to check my own heart on this honesty thing and, and think, do I really want to hear somebody's honest opinion about myself? And, and if I do, which is really wise, by the way, otherwise you surround yourself with, with a bunch of yes men and yes women, and you never really know the truth. Um, kind of like the kings of old. If you study kings in the Old Testament, kings of, uh, in the New Testament, just kings of old, they had a really hard time with truth. 
And, and part of the reason I think they had a hard time with truth was because they surrounded themselves with yes men and yes women. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could not be in the presence of the king without being happy. You couldn't be in the presence of the king and give him bad news. You couldn't be in the presence of the king and disagree with him. So, so he surrounded himself with people who continually told him lies, and they knew they were lies. Everybody knew they were lies, but the king surrounded himself and didn't want to hear the truth. And if you told him the truth, he'd kill you. So you didn't have many options. Oh. So, you know, I think in our life sometimes we're like little kings and we want that. We surround ourselves with people who see the world like we do, who understand everything like we do. And if somebody comes in from the outside, they are not welcome and we get rid of them as soon as possible. So I think part of honesty is, is being one that's willing to have people in our lives who would challenge us. And, and not just admitting they're always right all the time, but, but they would challenge us from yeah. a different viewpoint. That's the difficult part is getting to that point where you're vulnerable enough to have people in your life that are honest with you, you know, and, and kind of thinking outside the box here. You know, I talk to young people about accountability, you know, and having an accountability partner and that sort of stuff. And, and when I talk about it with them, I say, you know what, accountability is only as good as you are willing to be honest. Right. You know, if you want an accountability partner, that needs to be somebody who's not only willing to ask you those hard questions and be real and honest with you, mm. but then it's all about how honest and willing you are to be back to them because they could be asking you those hard questions. Yeah. But if you're just lying back to them, it's not going to do you any good. You're missing the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you look at our lives and you look at our friends and, and then the people in our lives that we value friendships the most or value relationships the most. And I know I look at my life and the people that are closest to me are the people that are real with me and honest with me and that can graciously and, you know, in a kind manner express the truth because they love me. You know, it's not that they're expressing the truth because they, you know, want to jab it in my face, but they want what's best for me. Right. You know, we've talked, we talked about that in the, in the last episode last week when we talked about kindness. You know, ultimately we want what's best for that person. That's why we express it. It's not our own gain. You know, and I think the same thing is with honesty. If we really want to be honest in a loving way, it's all about that other person's, you know, well-being. Well, what atmosphere do you have to create? Let's say, Jason, you're meeting with a young man. Obviously, on day one, most likely, they're not going to be honest with you. Right. Oh, absolutely. Okay, so what are the qualities that you have to have if you're going to be somebody that actually loves and is honest with somebody? Because the goal, obviously, if if somebody's coming and you're mentoring somebody, you need to be honest with them. You need to be able to tell them what's going on. So what is the quality that would break or make it if, if you're coming to me and we're meeting? What in my life would make or break you being honest with me? I mean, what are you looking for? I'm just looking for the same thing in return. You know? And so as I mentor young people, I'm, I'm honest and open with them. You know, and I show that to them. And often you know, that's where they respond. And is, I there, okay, I is there privacy in your conversation? Almost like you said at the start, it's like, all right, you know what? We talk. I'm not going anywhere, yeah. you know, and, and I'm not going to go blast it from the rooftops, and you right. need to understand that. You know, so and I mom think or dad point. isn't going to hear about your conversation necessarily, no. and, and, and friends aren't going to hear it. It's not going to be on Facebook. Right. You know, it's not something I'm going to take. And If I, if I broke that confidence once, how oh, long would it take to it, rebuild it? It would take a long time. Yeah. Because you, then there would always be that questioning in the back of my mind, well, is he going to do this again, even though he says he's never going to do it again? Right. You know. Yeah. You know, I learned that my dad was a pastor for like, I don't know, about 30 years. And it's amazing how many people from the church, even today, that were in that old church, uh, would assume that I know of the problems that went went on in that church. I didn't know anything. Mm -hmm. I did not ever hear negative things said about people. I did not hear what was going on. And my dad was involved in it all the time. 
See, he had the confidence of the people yeah. because he didn't speak on the highways and byways, which is a reason, by the way, just a side note, why we pray for our pastors, because they hold a lot in their chest. I mean, yeah. they do. They hold a lot of information yeah. mm-hmm. that they cannot share with other people. Right. I remember once when uh, we had some rough times here, and, and I dismissed somebody many, many years ago, and people would come up to me and say, well, they're saying this and they're saying that. And, and you know, after a while, my only response was, well, you're going to have to believe what they're telling you mm. or what I'm not telling you. And I just left it be. Mm. Yeah. You know, because even then, even in a very bad situation, I still had the obligation to be silent mm. yep. on, on what was going on because I understood certain things. Now, if it were for the public good or something, I understand you better speak up. I, I mean, yeah. somebody's getting abused, whatever. You need to report that, that kind right. of stuff. That's yeah. not what I'm saying. Yeah. But, but I'm saying in general, the struggles of life, um, you need to have people with you that are honest. And, and again, God's the model. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell God anything. And, and what's interesting is I haven't surprised him. Yeah. You see, God loves me. Right now, he knows everything. Listener, listen carefully to this. He knows everything right now that you're struggling with. Every sin that, you, that just grabs you. He knows everything, and he still loves you. Mm-hmm. You might as well go to him honestly and talk. Yeah. He's the one above all else that you can talk to. God, he's honest. He's not going to tell you things are okay when they're not. He isn't going to go blab it to the universe. I mean, he's the one that that actually demonstrates what honesty is all about. He's not going to lie to you to win you over. That's Satan. He lies to you to bring you over to his side. Mm -hmm. But God's not going to do it. He's going to be honest. That's why he says you're sinful. And Satan will say, oh, you're not that bad. Okay, you're going to listen to one of those. Mm -hmm. One of them's a lie. One of them's honest. But then God says, kindness and patience, I know you have a sinful condition. I'm going to send my son down to repair that. Mm-hmm. See, now, now God says, here's the honest situation, and here's what I'm going to do about it. Satan goes, oh, you're not that bad. You don't need Jesus. He lies and, and basically wants to use you. God doesn't want to use you. He wants to love you. Yeah. Big difference. Yeah, it is. I think of people who are not necessarily pastors, but um, those who have They've been told things or they they have things that they can't say to other people. I would hope that there would be places that pastors can go and even people that are in leadership and authority that they can go into and talk about some of these things, some of the difficulties, maybe not the specifics, but just what they're feeling inside from it because those things can eat us up. I mean, it's one thing to hold on to, but man, when we let those things tear us up, that can be destructive. You know, there are. And and really what's what's fun is the role that I have in life. I, I do talk to several pastors because I'm outside their lives. And they can trust me. I, I mean, they don't need to use names, and they don't, and I won't let them. But they can come and unload and, and say, you know what, this is a burden I have, and this is going on. And I would encourage those that are in ministry that, that are silent to the rest of the world. You do need that individual that, that loves you, loves God, that you can go and just talk to about what's going on. Because if you just keep it to yourself, it could destroy you. So uh, I agree with you, Jeff. It's a tough position, but th- that doesn't mean that we— we give in and just talk to anybody. Yeah, and rejoicing in the truth. The reason that we would rejoice in anything that's true that may not be comfortable is that when we tell the truth and we're honest about something, when we open that conversation up, it opens the door for healing and for reconciliation. And that's really God's mission. We're going to talk more about this in the second half of the show. Coming up, we've got an exciting interview with some young people at Winter Jam. So stay tuned. There's more to come here on HopeNet Radio. We're connecting parents with their teens in real conversations that save lives. HopeNet Radio and Q90FM. 
This is HopeNet Radio. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag HNR. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to HopeNet Radio. So glad you've joined us here on the show tonight. We have a full studio here on the show. Connect with us on Twitter right now. Use the hashtag HNRTV. You can also chat with a live coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves? I'm DJ Fall. Autumn. <laughs> I like it. Lakin. Brenton. The Wolfman. Cade. Brayman. This is our rhyme. Hit it. Autumn. Long for fall. Lakin. Short for Lakin Wall. Oh. I don't know what just happened right there. I'm dying. Joking. <laughs> what does your name mean, Autumn? Um, it is actually long for fall. <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. No way. Um, yep. My facial is wink, wink. Your facial? Yeah. It's like, wink, <laughs> wink. Oh. If you could describe yourself in an emoji, what would it be? Oh, oh. Laughing, crying, okay? Laughing, crying all the way, because that's all I do. Same. I'd be the monkey with the hands over his eyes. Yes. Um, that's what I would hmm. be. A little bit of the smirking emoji, the laughing, crying emoji, the crying, crying everything. emoji. I would probably have the poop face. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, oh, I would same. add that. Oh, I, I don't know. I kind of like the hard eye ones oh. because I don't really You're have gorgeous. a heart. You're just gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, funny. <laughs> yeah. emoji? I don't know. I almost need to thumb through it again. I kind of like the dude that's kind of walking but has his hands in his pocket. Oh, it's like a Did casual. Do you know that emojis are chill. different on like Samsung's? Well, yeah, they are. That's weird. Yeah, yeah. because like, who here. has who has an Android? Smartphone. I have, I have like, okay, hold on. I, mine are different. I know. Emojis all the way. I really like yeah. the panda bear emoji. Mine's a dragon. So. <laughs> I don't know, mine's a little bit of every animal. Yeah. Um, mine would be the pig. <laughs> <laughs> or the puffer fish. The puffer fish is cool. Oh. <laughs> the poodle. Oh, I love the poodle. Yeah, that one's kind of autumnish. I like the, um, yeah. the food section of the emojis oh yeah the food section oh, yeah, like yeah. the chicken like wings the pizza the donut yeah, there's like candy and honey and stuff like the that the donut yeah. is awesome mm. Yeah. Mm. and they have the french fries they really should get like a mcdonald's emoji because i would use that and what would it like, be like McDonald's. what uh, the mcdonald's the m yeah oh just the m yeah so like a trademark yeah huh. right. so then taco bell yeah what emoji <laughs> do you guys use the most the, the laughing, laughing crying, crying one yeah, yeah. always I like, oh always my try gosh, to like yes. change them up, but it's really just the same top five all the time. The laughing yeah. emoji, the crying emoji, the hard eye emoji, yes. the smirking emoji. The, Is yeah. the crying emoji the one where it's like waterfalls? That one? Oh, both of them. Both yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah. Mine's the laughing crying and the crying one. Yeah. Mine's like the laughing crying, the perfect sign. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. That and one. then the, that good one. for some reason, the kissy face, and I don't even have bae, so, <laughs> and then the heart, because. I love everybody. Yeah. And then yeah. a lamb. Why do I have a lamb? <laughs> Feeling sheepish. sheepish. <laughs> I like you already. Can you come on, like, every week on my show? <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'll be famous. <laughs> I like this guy. The, the, the crying. The really, like, yeah, kind of desperate one. crying. Yeah. One, where it's, like, yeah. the really, like, crescent moon. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like depressed, yeah. almost yeah. kind of. What does this one mean? Like where he's like deathly. I don't know. I like think he's I don't like know. sad or depressed. How does that even yeah. describe somebody? Like how do you get? I think to, you're really emotional. How do you get to that state? I don't. Probably understand. when Bay turns you down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. When your hashtag isn't used more than once. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, what about what about these two purple guys? 
They're oh, like, those are so cute. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. They're they look scary. like little devil children. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I describe my friends. Oh. When I don't have any. Are we just people that you fit in with then? <laughs> yeah. I won't even go that far. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So which, which emojis have you never used before? I never used the smoking one. And the that smoke. is really? a goal. I can That's tell you, I've never used the fingernail polish one. Yeah. Oh, I use that one all the time. That means I've never used like the grandma or the grandpa one. I never used those. Or oh, in my one. phone, like I, I have my mom people. and my dad and my brothers and my grandma. They they all have the emoji after their names. I never used the food of the shrimp. <laughs> oh, the shrimp. I don't think I've ever used the monkey that goes like foot. like that covers its mouth. I don't or think the I've ever used that one. I never oh, really? used the no, 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 I don't think I did either. What does this one mean? This like red square. Oh, I don't oh, know. Like, like bang. Sh- it's like yeah. bam. Not like bam. bam. It's bam. bam. Like Sonic kind of? <laughs> yeah. It's like boosh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like I don't know. Maybe, maybe like a fail explosion. Yeah. Or like maybe. if it's just like lighting off. Like, you know those party streamer things where you pull the tab and then poof. Oh, oh yep. Like that. Goals. Yeah. <laughs> goals. What are some goals that you guys have in life? Um, Go to heaven. Yes. Yeah. Become so famous. Like, that's but like, I don't know about famous because I kind of be scared to like be put down. Like, you know, there's those haters out there. But there's all those lovers. I, I don't feel like there would just be more haters than lovers out there. You kind of have to have thick skin if you're going to put yeah. yourself out there. Yeah. I feel like I do. I don't know. Kind of like, it, I laugh. for example, <laughs> it's kind of like my terrorists. I don't really see the point. Everyone makes more poor mistakes. Well, the same thing. I mean, the same thing happened with Britney Spears. Yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys are old enough to remember that, but she went through when that same thing. When she, like, shaved thing. all of her hair off? Well, yeah, I mean, among other things. I mean, oh, yeah. I, when she yeah. became a parent. And same and, with Lindsay Lohan. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Britney Spears is a mom. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, relationship goals? <laughs> yeah. Like, my goal is to get a relationship. It's probably not that hard to do. Maybe you're overthinking It's it. hard to do for me. <laughs> really? You just have yep. to find that right person, I guess. What's worse, not being in a relationship or being in a relationship that you're miserable in? Yeah, being true. in a relationship that you're miserable in. I mean, what? not being in a relation. If you're not in a relationship, that's more money to spend on McDonald's. Am I right? <laughs> you're right. You have more fun when or you're Starbucks. not in a relationship yeah. sometimes. Slow your jeans, though. <laughs> All right, Sierra. Yes. You seem to be full of some deep thoughts today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what do you see in people your age that you wish was different? Oh, oh, oh there's so many things. <laughs> yes. Like, please <laughs> don't do drugs. Yeah. Amen. Yes. Or drink. Manners are a big one. People would like walk past you and like push you over, and they wouldn't say excuse me. Like in the the hallways a lot at school. Yeah, like you'll be walking through the hallway, all of a sudden, like someone will run up right behind you. They'll like push you, I guess. I don't know. Like run right into you, (laughs) and they they, they just keep going. Like they do that all the time. What else? Guys would pull their pants. Yes. Oh, okay. Like nobody wants to see that. I'm just gonna buy everybody a belt. Yes. (laughs) What do you think is the most common struggle that teenagers have today? Peer pressure. School. Yes. Finals. Like, we get three hours of math homework each night. Yeah. yeah. Little, yeah. And some of us are included in activities after school. So exactly. We don't yeah. get done with that until, like, what, 10 almost? So. Mm-hmm. On Wednesdays, you know how you have, like, youth group and stuff? Yeah, we're not like, supposed to get any homework, and then we get, like, yeah, four times get, the homework we get yeah, Monday night. Exactly. But and yeah. then I'm stressing about peer that. pressure yeah, is exactly. probably the worst. Oh, yeah. Peer pressure. <laughs> I don't know. There's things no I would do with other friends that I went with other because people just talk me into it. I guess. Stuff that you would later yeah. regret doing? Yes. It's not like, it's nothing like bad, but just, to think of just stupid stuff? Yeah. Like, okay, this is kind of like an example. It's something that I liked doing at the time, but I don't know if I would have liked doing it if I was with other people. Like, I went cliff, ju- not cliff jumping, bridge jumping. 
Like, it was legal, but I don't know. I don't know if I would have done it with other people. How do you think relationships are with parents and teenagers today? Oh, my. Um, the internet. Yeah. Yeah, struggles. I feel like, like, more kids are, like, they're not connected with their families as, like, they used to be. I mean, like, they, they, like, used to say, media. go get some friends. So now that we have technology, we can get some friends. But now they're like, come on, let's socialize with the family. Yeah, more kids aren't, like, social nowadays because of social media. They just go on the internet and make friends instead of going out in They're real life social, and doing it. But not in the way that we should be. Yeah, exactly. Do you guys think social media is a, a positive thing or is it a negative thing today? Um, both ends. Both, yeah. I don't know because you can meet some pretty cool people online, but you can also meet some very bad people. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> I've, I've met people who have made my day or people who have ruined it. Pretty much, yeah. Yep. All over the internet. Mm-hmm. Do you talk with your parents about some of these things? Like how? Oh, yeah. oh I tell my mom everything. My mom's my best friend. Yeah, I told yeah. both my parents. For me, I'm kind of glad I didn't have a cell phone and social media when I was in high school. And it wasn't that <laughs> long ago, seriously. It was like less than 15 years ago, and it's totally different today. And when you talk about bullying, you talk about relationships and ways that you can either make friends or break friends. It can all be done in a matter of seconds. All over you know, a text, a text message. message. Yeah. yeah. My dad word. tells me all the time, when I was a kid, I used to go outside and play. Heard that before. <laughs> yeah. It's like, go outside and play. Mm. No, it's warm in the house. So. My mom like says that she could ride her bike anywhere, and her parents wouldn't care. That's and now what, yeah. they're scared that I'm in up in my room all by myself. I have I've had that same conversation with some of my friends also over social media recently, um, talking about how today we look at our kids and think, "Wow, this world is a pretty scary place," mm-hmm. you know. It and is. in a way, like it, the way we parent today is different. And you know, my and my dad would. He would say that often whenever we'd, we lived out in the country. So it was like, we didn't have these huge threats. He was, he grew up in the city. So he'd go down to the park or down to a parking lot and play ball and, and just, you know, come home after dark or whatever for dinner. And today it's like, it seems like you can't even walk out your front door without being afraid that someone's going to just randomly drive by and steal you or something. I mean, you just live with that fear. Especially in the city, no offense, but like in Chicago, I'm kind of scared to go there because one time we went there for a trip and we were scared to walk down the street just to go to a restaurants we just went to the restaurant that was in the hotel do you think that fear is valid or like we're hypersensitive or just, almost paranoid? maybe sometimes we overthink it yeah I think or see too many exactly scary movies we did this report in Eng- reading <laughs> yeah and english on horror so i think it's just our mental stabilities I, that are telling us hmm. something's gonna happen and then we're so caught up in that dream that it's gonna in that dream that really a nightmare well yeah especially if you watch shows like the datelines or you know america's Mm -hmm. most wanted Mm -hmm. stuff it's like you feel like they're like living right next door all right you can be part of the conversation tonight we're on twitter use the hashtag hnrtb the conversation will continue here on hopenet radio Woo! feel like nobody cares we do HopeNet360.com has an online crisis chat line powered by Groundwire. A live coach is available to talk right now at HopeNet360.com. It's HopeNet Radio. You can talk with a live spiritual coach anytime at HopeNet360.com. Now, here are the hosts of HopeNet Radio, Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome to the second half of HopeNet Radio. Jeff, DW, Jason with you tonight here on the show 
having a great time. We just had an interview with some young people at Winter Jam, and we'll have a little bit more from them later on in the show. So if you miss any part of the show or you want to go back and listen to it or share it with your friends, we hope that you would. You can subscribe on iTunes, on the TuneIn Radio app or the Stitcher Radio app, literally any app that you have that you can stream or subscribe to podcasts. We have a feed on our website, HopeNet360.com, that you can just link up to and download all of our past episodes. And of course, our website, HopeNet360.com, is where it's all at. You can check out the show notes as well. Some other links and other articles that we don't get to talk about necessarily in the show. Some that we do. We post every single one of those under our show notes at HopeNet360.com slash radio. And we try to make it easy for you guys to have these conversations, to find more information on the topics that we talk about. So if you ever have any questions, you can always connect with us on the tweet back. Use the hashtag HNRTB, and you can email us at hope at hopenet360.com. So enough of the commercials, guys. It was a lot of fun interviewing those students uh, a couple weeks ago at Winter Jam. And I know you guys do some tremendous things up there at Silver Birch Ranch. Yeah, you know, people are getting ready for summer. What are we doing this summer, Jason? And, and I think all of those that are in high school ought to be paying attention here because we got something to offer you yeah this summer we're uh prepping i'm actually starting to build stuff and crazy enough it's going to be here sooner than we know it the theme this summer is called the hunt search for the truth and it's really taking the whole sherlock holmes mystery era and bringing it to life um so we got a lot planned some some cool things and i think it might be uh every summer i say is going to be the best summer which is true well you're getting more experience so it it does happen And, and if you're in high school junior high Go to our website. What website do they go to to grab that? Go to www.sbrsummer.org. Or if you go to our normal website, there'll be a link that'll take you to that. But uh, you get all of here. If you want to camp, you know, we have weeks that you can come and camp. Otherwise, if you're a high school student and you'd like to come out and volunteer for a week, we'd love to have you. Um, And uh, yeah, I think it'll be a great summer. Yeah, you know what else? If they go to the website, uh, I do a spring men's retreat. So if there's any guys listening, you know, you're even college, uh, a guy grabs some other guys and come and... Um, we do a men's retreat in May, and, and I know men's retreat sounds like it's for old guys. Uh, it really isn't necessarily for old guys. It's for guy guys. So if you're a guy guy, you know, come on out, and I'd love to, the chance to be able to share with you and, and do something. So check that out on the web, too. It's in May, uh, and so you can check those dates out. Yeah. So, um, Jason, I don't know if we can spill the beans on it, but you're building something pretty cool. Can Can you talk about that? Yeah, I suppose I can I can uh, let those listeners know something that they can anticipate. But one of the things that'll be a first ever here at Silverbridge Ranch, I'm actually building a maze. Ooh, cool, that's amazing. Which is amazing, amazing <laughs> no. that we're building a maze. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, but yes, yeah, a maze, full-size maze. Um, it'll be big, it'll be cool, there'll be some surprises in it. Um, I'm afraid we're going to lose you for like a week in there, and then you won't know where you're at. And then we'll, we'll send people in there to find you, and they'll get lost. And now we've got this whole problem. Now we're going to have to call like the helicopters to see where you're at. It could be possible. It could be possible. I'm going to buy a drone just in case. <laughs> That'd be yeah. You could attach a yeah, GoPro. I could drone you. Yeah. You drone me. Yeah. It just don't land in the White House. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know where that is. Yeah. I mean, I know it's in Washington D.C. <laughs> but I'm going to predict that Aiden is going to start walking kids through the maze. He's going to figure out where to go in the maze and he's going to like walk all these teenagers through it they're going to get through it in like oh, I believe no it. time he's going to be running all over the place this summer Aiden's yeah. my son he'll be uh, almost two by the time summer rolls around yeah. so it'll definitely be a lot of fun connect with us on the tweet back use the hashtag HNRTB you can also visit the show notes we got links there for some of these things coming up as well how you can find information on summer camp and all that at Silver Birch Ranch so um, guys we've been chatting about being honest and how honesty, yes, it's the best policy, but sometimes it, it hurts, you know, to be honest and to know the truth. And, and uh, so 
I'm kind of curious, you know, as far as what honesty does to us. I mean, when we're honest with people, what does that do for us? Well, you know, I, I think immediately it puts us in the realm of the way we were created to be so we function better. Hmm. When you're not honest with somebody, you know what? I, I honestly think that when I'm not honest with somebody, I actually just want to use them for something. And because I'm, I'm, I, the reason I'm not honest is because for some reason, I think it's better for me that I'm not honest with them. But what's best for them is what I have to think about. And if I think about what's best for them, I'm going to be honest w- with them. Um, so, and, you know, I think it all comes back to me eventually. I, I just love myself so much that it gets me in big trouble because I keep focusing on me. And, and we have to begin to realize that that's not what we were meant to do. And honesty is part of that. Again, what we talked about a seg- couple segments ago is, but thinking about, again, how I portray it to somebody in kindness and in patience is equally important. It keeps us accountable. But I, I'm kind of wondering, too, from a, maybe a philosophical standpoint, what's the point of being honest? What's the point of telling the truth? Well, you live in reality. I mean, you can't make up reality. Yeah. And, and you need to live in it. And, and, and one day, that's all you're going to live in. I mean, you can, you can believe whatever you want. Let, let me ask Jason here. Jason, if you believe something, you just believe it with all your heart, does that make it true? No. So how do you know it's true? See, you, you have to have an outside something. Right. All right, the Bible, God. So, and, and believe it or not, at my age, I can look back and, and I just have more experience. So you can come to me and say, what did you experience here? We were just talking about a vacation that my wife and I go on and you were asking me. It's not because I'm smart, but it's because I've gone there. Right. So, so you're asking. And, and what, it wouldn't benefit me to lie to you on that. Mm-hmm. So, so what would benefit you is if I taught you and told you the truth about that place and how to get there and that kind of thing. Absolutely. So it's really just an honesty thing, working with somebody else. You're asking somebody older. It's a good arrangement. It's the way it's meant to be. When I'm not, when people are not honest with people, it could be that they're trying to impress them with themselves or, or they just don't want to be uncomfortable with what the truth is. And, uh, and it's very difficult. I mean, you see it all the time. Well, and I think it's even more satisfying when you're, when you're being honest because if if you're if you end up lying all the time or, or looking for things that aren't true, eventually that's going to catch up. Yeah, you know, and then all of a sudden, all that effort that you did to either lie or to ignore the truth, you know, all of a sudden will come crashing so, down. So on your you. wife asks you, "Do I look chunky in these pants?" How do you answer that? Well, then you just be honest in a kind yeah, way. Yeah, okay, there you go. I'm just waiting to hear what you say. <laughs> I happen to know his wife is not chunky, so this is okay. And anyone listening think, you just called his wife chunky. <laughs> I'm asking, we all know those little cartoons that go out there. <laughs> you know, does this uh, make me look fat or something? And What do you say if somebody asks you, do you like how this looks, and you really don't? Then you just say, well, I just don't think I like that. Yeah. You know, but so, what about that? I mean, is that, should you be honest in, at all times? If somebody really asks you, I think if somebody really asks you, I think they're, they're, the reason they asked you in the first place is because they really want your opinion. Or do they just want you to affirm what they already believe? Um, I, I, don't, I think it depends on the person, but like, like usually when my wife asks me, all right, do you like this on me? She wants my opinion. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really matter if she already likes it. She wants to know if I like it. Right. You know? It's important. That I, I think it's important, again, that there's two ways of honesty here. Yeah. That you invite people to be honest, but if you ask, you know, I, I am one that, that boy, I, I can't. I don't know how colors go together at all. Oh, I don't either. So I will put things on, and <laughs> you know, uh, my dear wife will look at it and go, "Are you wearing that?" I know what that means. <laughs> you know what I mean? That means something about that outfit doesn't go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, my first response often is, "Who asked you?" You know, I mean, really. You, you, for some reason, I hate taking a shirt off and having to put another one on. It's like 
it's like the one of the worst things in the it's world. It's hard work. Yeah. I know. I don't understand that. <laughs> I tell you, especially if you have yeah. a broken rib. Yeah, I know. Oof. Especially then. But bottom line, really is, you know, she didn't say it to hurt me. Right. She said it because I'm walking out the door. She loves me. Other people will not say it to me. Right. Mm. And she knows that. So she's going to be faithful and tell me, go change your shirt because it doesn't go. I honestly don't see it myself. I really don't. Mm. So I need her for that. And, and, and part of understanding honesty, I think, is get around people that really love you and that'll be honest with you and then be honest with each other that way and trust that this isn't about how bad you are. This is just honest because we all got blind spots. I don't care who you are. You've got a blind spot. You know, really, we do want to know the truth. Trust is important. And that, and that's one of those things that honesty and dishonesty, someone who is dishonest, who doesn't tell the truth or who hides things or who intentionally tries to deceive you about something, that those things break trust. And that, trust is important to us. So I think we need to talk a little bit more about this. Of course, we're going to chat a little bit more with some of these students. We're going to chat a little bit with our Winter Jam crew here coming up here on the show. But guys, I'd love to know more of your thoughts because this is it's a bigger issue. I think we have a hard time, you know, telling the truth for one thing and then sticking to it. You know, sometimes I, I like the Mark Twain quote. He said, if you tell the truth, you don't have to remember anything. And so it's one of those things that if you're telling a lie, you have to work to kind of keep up that lie and make sure that, you know, your logic is sound. And obviously when you're lying, eventually it's going to fall apart. Eventually you're going to get found out. So we're going to unpack this more here on Hobnet Radio. If you're going through something tonight, a live coach is waiting to talk to you at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Feel free to email the show, Hope at HopeNet360.com. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to HopeNet Radio. Glad that you joined us here on the show. Tonight, we've got a full studio here on the show. We talked about the broom ball earlier. We're not Radio filming. man over here, legit serious broom ball player. <laughs> He's a legit broom ball. Like last night, I was playing against him. I'm like, oh, who's this kid? He's got a beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, Radio man. Why do they call him Radio man? And then yeah, I just, his yeah. name's okay. Jeff. My name's Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> that one couldn't have been better. All right, guys, what are, what are we talking about tonight on the show? Are we going to something deep? Or? We, we don't even know. We've covered we're emojis. Deep. We need and hashtags. And hashtags. We've covered some of those. Can we talk about your background on how you started a radio station? I didn't start a radio station, well, but well, how'd you get You're on the radio, it? aren't you? How the show started? Yeah. yeah. Sure. Well, one day, two guys kind of had some conversations and no i'm just kidding uh <laughs> this show started out really as uh just an outreach to reach out to young adults teenagers parents about issues that young people were facing in their life and the the whole idea is that conversations save lives so if we're going to talk about things that really matter hopefully that will inspire other people to talk about stuff that really matters because a lot of times in our own day-to-day lives we don't talk about meaningful things we'll talk about the you know lame football games or we'll talk about like food and your favorite supper clubs to go to but we don't always talk about things that are really that really do matter in our life like struggles that we face like things that are happening in our world that are complicated that are uncomfortable that we don't always want to talk about so that was kind of the idea for the show it's turned into a podcast and now is listened around the country and around the world and you guys get to be a part of the show tonight which i'm excited for so me too so am I. all right so was there was there a time in your life where you knew the right decision to make, but because the people around you were saying things or were trying to kind of jest you into doing something that you ended up 
making the wrong decision and then maybe later regretted it or looking back on it, you wish you would have done something different. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like tonight I was just at the say. gym with our ceremony. <laughs> and Pastor brought up a good point about everyone standing up during singing. And if you need Christ in your life, go talk to your youth leader. And one at a time, each person walked over to the youth leader and their youth leader prayed for them. A lot of people walked over to the youth leaders, and a lot of people didn't. And then I'm sure people regretted it. I know I did. Cade, how important is it for you to have a youth group or a place that you can go like this to connect with people your age? Um, I think, honestly, it Wednesdays, like, before church, they were the middle of the week. And the only thing worse than a Monday, I think, is the middle of the week. Now you start looking forward to the Wednesdays that we meet. And it's, like, just a place to get away from everything. Like, you don't have to worry about school. You can just be with your friends and have fun and relate to something you all have in common. I feel the same way. Like, I look forward every week to Wednesday, and Wednesday at school just drags on and on and on. I just want to get to church, and it's where I can be myself and not worry about what anybody else thinks of me because it's God's home. And our church really does have a connection, and we know a lot about each other, and we're not afraid to show it in any way if it's in public or in private so how do you guys then i mean it's great to have that but how do you how do you help other people who they don't have that in their lives or you're not sure if they have that in their life because i would i would guess from looking around the table here that you guys have all made a connection with somebody in a deep level but a lot of times you know we don't get to that with a lot of other people whether it's at school or even in our own families we don't we don't always tend to get that close you know what i mean yeah i try to I try to bring up God in at least one conversation each day, or sometimes it comes up multiple in each class, and I just kind of get a feel for what other people have. And if they're feeling sad, I try to make them happy, or if they're happy, just keep them happy and just ask them how their day was, because that just makes anybody feel happy. Yeah. What do you think, Andy? You look at these group of kids around us right now, and as they're talking, it's amazing because these kids at at our youth group gets it cool. and it's great to be part of a youth group mm-hmm. alright Brenton you had a thought there like Aid said and Lakin said mm-hmm. about going to church and it's like you get time off from school in the real world that's like the retreat at Solar Birch Camp that you should forget about all the real world, world homework mean people and just worry about your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. How important is your relationship with God as far as priorities? You know, what are, what are the things that are most important to you? Probably, I'd say schoolwork. I'll get really, like, stirred up if I don't get something turned in on time because it matters to me. Mm-hmm. But then again, thinking about my relationship with Christ, I don't have to worry about schoolwork as much just because... God is better than getting a proper education. That's interesting. Do you play other sports at all, or three sport athlete, basketball, wow. track, and you're a busy guy. Cross country. Okay. <laughs> kind of feel the same way that Brent feels. Like school, yes, it is important to turn your homework in time. But with God, He doesn't care if it's in on time, and He knows that you'll always come back to Him. Do you think that getting good grades in some ways honors God? I guess because it shows that you are putting effort. And you're dedicated. Tell their things besides God. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that well, sounds bad. It, Does that? Well, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Yeah. well, no. I. I mean, I want to do great in my classes, 
you know, I wanted to show my teachers that I could follow through. People that do their homework, some people think, well, what's the point of homework? As long as I do good on my tests. That's good. You know, you can do good on your tests, but at the end of the day, you know, is that your best effort if you, you know, get lame grades on your homework and then you go back and you ace a test? I've known kids that are so smart. They were tons smarter than I was. They would never study for tests and they would just barely get by with their homework. And then they would just go in and take their tests and they would just ace it and ruin the curve for the rest of the class. It just drove me nuts because it was like, they're so smart. And yet it seemed like they weren't really giving it everything they had. They just did enough to get by. And I think sometimes that's a temptation for all of us is we just do enough to get by. When you look at it in the big picture, if you get a better education, you have more influence in the world. It's kind of hard sometimes living in, it's almost like you live in two different worlds. Because you guys talk about how you go to school and then you're looking forward to Wednesday nights because it's like a break from school. It's like a break from that world. And then you get to Wednesday night and you're like, oh, I'm in my, this is where I need to be. And then you go back to school the next day and you're like in a totally different world. And sometimes we struggle with that and we, are, we become two different people. So we become one person at school and we become another person at our youth group. And, and that's a natural struggle. We all kind of tend to adapt to our, our environments. And I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on how, how you break that. If you've ever struggled with being two different people, I don't know if you guys have struggled with that, but I know I did. There were two different groups of friends I would hang around with. And so you almost had to have two different personalities. Just stop caring. Who cares? You, you are who you are and God knows exactly who you are and who you should be. So why not let it shine? You have to take time and think of which one's better and start focusing more on that side of your life and which one's going to turn out better in the long run. Well, if you're two people from church and school, usually I would think you'd be a better person in church. So if you're being two different people and you want to be one, a better person, try carrying over your nicer side from church into school. Do you think it comes down more to acceptance or people are afraid that if I am the Wednesday person that the Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday day, people would just shun me? I don't know. If if you're really that worried about it, maybe just try it out for like an hour or something and then see how people react. And if they're going to be rude about it or stop talking to you for some reason, just you know that they're not worth it and they aren't true friends anyways. So. And there's different stereotypes in the world that people... Our guests are afraid to be labeled as a Christian geek, even though we're pretty amazing. Darn right. Pretty cute, too. (laughs) (laughs) Did that come out of my mouth? (laughs) I don't know, but we should have a... All of us are going to the same school except DJ Fall over there. Boom. Our class is probably 120-some kids. Hers is 18. In the whole school, so we're pretty cool. It's like one per grade. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, not like... No, like, there's probably, like, 18 people in Eighth grade. each gotcha. class, almost, I guess you gotcha. So there's, like, 100 kids in the whole school. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much. Which, as we have, in, like, 500 in our high school alone. Anyways. All right, well, let's take a break, and let's, yeah. uh, Goals. we'll maybe get some more. Yeah. I, All right, let's, let's take a break. <laughs> get back on the tweet back tonight. Use the hashtag HNRTB on Twitter. We'll be back here on HopeNet Radio. Woo-woo-woo. Rapping. Deuces. <laughs> Love HopeNet Radio? Stay in contact all week long at HopeNet360.com. This is HopeNet Radio. Connect with us on Facebook and Twitter. Hashtag HNR. Now, back to Jeff and Dave. Hey, welcome back to the show. Had a lot of fun with those students up at Winter Jam. If you miss any part of the show, go ahead and check out the podcast at HopeNet360.com. We're on iTunes, of course, TuneIn Radio and Stitcher Radio. And guys, as we're chatting about honesty, we're wrapping up the conversation tonight. Obviously, this is just 
it's one of those elements that is always going to be a part of the show. You can always expect from Dave and whoever's on the show, myself, we're going to be honest. And sometimes being honest means we say, I don't know. But there are things that we should know and there are things that we should care about. And, and telling the truth is one of those things that we should be concerned about. And it should concern us when others aren't being honest with us and those who maybe are in authority one day. Um, if they are getting there with through dishonest means and they're not being upfront about certain things, you think about all the different times that you've heard about somebody lying on their resume or lying on their application just to be you know, considered into it. We lie this day and age. It seems like we're living in more of a, a relativistic society where it's yeah. like, well, that lie wasn't that bad. I mean, it, it really wasn't a big deal. Do you think we kind of downplay the the need to tell the truth all the time? We do. I mean, just look at uh, like in sports um, where they have uh, um, performance enhancing drugs that they use. Yeah. It, really, what they're doing is lying. They're, they're they're basically not allowed to use that. They use them anyway, and and the muscles and the coordination they have are, are drug induced, not not just from normal you know working out that kind of thing. And some people find that okay because, you know, the game is to win and you need to do They find that the lying part, the honesty part, isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. It's who wins at the end. And, mm-hmm. and that's not true because in order to really win in the end, you need to be honest. And I, I was thinking as you talked, yeah, we want to be honest with people on this show, but, but they need to understand something, that we too are sinful people in a sinful world. Oh. Being honest does not always mean that you're right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It means you're honest. Yep. Yeah. And that's, that's hugely different. So I, I could say something today that I honestly believe and then learn more tomorrow and realize that I, I was wrong yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could learn that. It, it doesn't mean I'm not honest at that point. What it means is that I've grown a little bit. And, and I think, again, in a community where, where love is patient and love is kind, then honesty has got the patience and the kindness attached to it. Because we realized that there are times where people spoke and they truly believed it, but, but they were wrong in what they said. So kind of like um, uh, truth and honesty are not necessarily synonyms, um, if that makes sense. And, and that may confuse some people. Um, honesty is, here's what I'm really thinking. Here's what I really see. Truth is what really is, yes. if yeah. that makes sense. Yes, that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's so important to so important to understand what truth really is because each of us has a perspective. But when we go back to even the gospel, some people will knock the credibility of scripture and saying, Well, a bunch of guys just wrote the Bible. So how do we know that's reliable? You know, I think this reliability thing, in some way we do care about reliability. You think about Deflate Gate and, and all the things that happened, you know, at the end of the NFL season and people were concerned about the balls not being inflated to the proper PSI or whatever it was. You know, we, at some degree, we want to know the truth. We want to adhere to ethics. Honesty is part of that. You have to be upfront. You have to disclose some things. You have to tell the truth. But we all have perspective, but our perspective isn't always right. It's got to be filtered through something else, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it does. And one of the things I found out is when you realize that you believed something that was not true, it may not be that you lied intentionally or anything else, but, but when you believe something is not true, the best thing to do is admit it. And say, you know what? I believed something that wasn't true. I have never gotten in trouble for doing that. You know, if, if I made a mistake, I did something, I did it vigorously, I did it honestly, but it was wrong. Uh, to realize when it's wrong and then to go back to those parties and say, you know what? I was wrong here. Um, I shouldn't have done this. I should have been different in, in what I said or did. And I'm sorry. Either I was insensitive or I didn't understand something. I, most of the time, the people look at me and say, thank you. They're, they're not really mad at me. Mm-hmm. So, so honesty, again, is not being right all the time. 
that that isn't what we're talking about. Only God is right all the time, yep. and I need to get in line with what God says and thinks and do. I, I mean, that's for sure. But honesty is portraying what's really there, hmm. and and that's important. I can help. We talked about mentoring earlier, and I mentor a bunch of young men. And I'm telling you, as I mentor them, the one rule I have with them is you need to be honest. You need to tell me what you're really thinking. I did not say you need to think correctly. No, I hope in time that will come for both of us. But what you do need to do is tell me what you're really thinking. And if they do that, I honestly believe there's answers in the Bible that can help them and and truthful things that we can throw around and and, and actually come up with some answers. So uh, people that are listening, my goodness, you need to be in a relationship where you have others older than you that love God and that want to honor God and that love you and want what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And you need to be in honest communication with them. Uh, spouses need to be honest with each other and not fear what the truth, where the truth sends you, but be honest about what you're thinking and feeling. And then go to the Bible and evaluate this honesty with truth. Not only that, but realizing that I, I think that really at the core of who we are, we, we really long for honesty. You know, because when, if, we, if you've ever, you know, if you're out there and listening and, and you've had people that have cared about you that are honest with you, there's something about that that you really appreciate. You know, and it satisfies you more than a lie ever will, or more than, you know, being dishonest will ever will. You know, and that's because we long for, you know, things that help us and, and help us learn and to grow and that sort of stuff. And so the best way then is, is to just have that policy. You know, try to bring people into your life that, that won't take advantage of you, but will be honest of you because they care about you. You know, maybe you're in a situation where you don't have anybody like that. You know, feel free to, you know, go to HopeNet360 online and talk to a live coach because I can tell you that those people will care about you and they won't use it against you. That's the thing is that if you haven't had that chance to, to really just let go and just to download some of the stuff that you've, been, that you've been worrying about or wondering about or really just stressed about to somebody that really cares and won't turn that against you, you need to. As, as Jeff said earlier in the program, there's so much healing and freedom that comes with honesty. And that's the key that I really just want to challenge our listen, listeners to, you know, whether it's you're lying too much now and you just need to stop or whether you need to put somebody in your life that, that is honest to you so that you can be honest back with them. Do that because so much growth will happen because God will use that to expose the darkness in your life to light. And we see that in scripture. And when light enters the darkness, there's healing. That's why we're here is we want it. We want to share that. Yeah. Living in honesty is so critical. We, we are sinners in a sinful world. That's honest. God loves us. That's, that's what's true. Yeah. And we need to respond to what's true and not to what we feel all the time and hide the fact that there are things in our lives that are a wreck. We need to have a conversation because conversations do save lives. And that's, that is the important thing. You know, being honest, coming out of hiding, choosing to step out of the darkness and into the light. And will being honest hurt? Sure. If you haven't been honest in a long time and, and you've got some things to really f- sort through and heal from, you know, it can be a hard time to go through it. I think of the movie, one of my favorite movies growing up. I guess I'm kind of a Jim Carrey fan. I don't watch all of his movies, but I don't know if you guys have seen the movie Liar Liar, but that was one of you know my favorite comedies growing up is Jim Carrey is starring in this movie and it, it's basically this, his son wishes on his birthday, wishes that his dad for one day, who is a lawyer, mind you, his dad's a lawyer, that he couldn't lie for a whole day. We make the joke that liars, you know, pretty much tell the truth about as much as, I don't know, not a whole lot anyway. Uh, so, you know, we think of the the times where we have just gone through our day and we've 
you know, maybe said some things that weren't totally true or we've intentionally tried to deceive somebody else or flat out lied to somebody. And so my challenge to you this week is to choose to tell the truth. Even if it's one day, if you just chose for one day that you could not tell a lie and when asked a certain question, or even if it was your homework and you wanted to say, my dog ate my homework, but your dog really didn't eat your homework, you know, just fessing up and saying, no, I decided that I didn't want to do it, that I wanted to play video games or whatever. For one day, challenge yourself to tell the truth. And maybe tonight, you know, maybe you're listening to the show and you're thinking, you know, that that thing that you've been holding on to, that you've been hiding for a long time, it's time that somebody knows about it. Maybe it's just time to tell the truth and to go to somebody who you know can, I guess, talk with you and that you can trust about this. And we talk about this a lot on the show that, you know, it's important to have someone you know that you can trust. Sometimes that is your parents. A lot of times that is your parents. I would encourage you tonight, if there's something that's going on that you just need to get off your chest, I would encourage, number one, going to your parents. And if that's not a safe thing for you to do, find someone who is safe to go to. Maybe it's chatting with a live coach at hopenet360.com. But somehow tonight, start that trend of being honest and being upfront and see what happens. See the freedom that comes from doing that. So for all of us here on Hobnet Radio, thanks for joining us. We'll see you guys online next week. Bye. Later.